Hi. Whoa, whoa. Welcome back. Oh boy. This what the what fuck? The is fuck? <laughs> My computer has a demon in it. It's me. <laughs> Yikes. I'm the demon in your There's computer. so much wine in here. Chelsea go. <laughs> Chelsea goes, can you give me the wine? I just want a little bit more. I filled it all the way to the top. <laughs> I'm probably going to drink the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's been a fucking day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's up? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Can I borrow this real quick? Are you going to? No, bitch. As a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a fucking day. So, we were both at work for most of the day. Yeah. Until about just now. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and then we looked at each other and we were like, fuck, we have to record tonight. So. Hey. Here I am reluctantly. <laughs> Dude, I'm really fucking glad we did our live last week and not today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. That was really fun. I liked doing that. I had a lot of people ask us if we could do more. Really? Yeah. Like there was a really good response from it. And like I had a couple people reach out about some stuff that they're struggling with just from like stumbling across our live. Oh. Yeah. So we will do more. I like doing that. We should do it like once a month. I think that would be a good idea. Not Definitely not today. Today Mm -hmm. is not that once a month. No. (laughs) No. Maybe next week. Or the week after. Or the one after that. Hey! Whoa. <laughs> She's fucking pulling my plant down. She's a psycho. This cat. Pepperchini. <laughs> She's the cutest, but she fucking like gets into the fish tank. Not to eat the fish, just to drink their water. My cat, George. We have um, a watering can next to the water bowl. And instead of drinking water out of the water bowl, she sticks her paw in the watering can, scoops it up, licks her paw, puts it back in the watering (laughs) can, and that's how she drinks. And I'm like, are you... I think Pepper might be a ninja, secretly. Like, I'll be sitting here and everything will be calm and quiet, and then you you just hear... And she's, like, fucking flying across the floor, and I'm like, what are you doing? She's cuckoo. She's fighting ghosts, I think. (gasps) Just saying. She's fighting the bad energies. <laughs> she better she can be fighting that the rest of her life. She might want to find a different hobby. Or home. <laughs> it's not that bad here. I have a jar of rice by my front door. Why are you making that face? It didn't work on me. You're not it's not to like repel demons. <laughs> to absorb negative energy it didn't absorb my negative energy is what i'm saying you I bitch think it did. you're a little more giggly than you were when you walked through the i door. think i'm losing it probably hmm? <laughs> i love us you're my best god friend. you're my best friend i love you so much I love you too. we're probably a little more um gushy today than normal yeah there was a pretty significant loss in our community and we've been kind of trying to spearhead the fallout that's going to come from that. And so it's been a very long and emotional last 48 hours, I would say. Mm. Not specifically for us. I mean, just for the family, friends, and first responders who were immediately involved. And then 
everyone in the community is going to be impacted by this in some way. So we've just really tried to offer, God, what would you even say? Like support, support, just a safe space for people to go and, and feel what they need to feel. Um, so we're a little more gushy than normal because the loss I think has impacted all of us on a different level. Yeah. You know, like we look at these young people and it was a very young person. We look at these young people and what they're going through. And first of all, this is who Emily and I work with. Like this is the population that we've spent the majority of our time with. You're right. And so that is pretty impactful for me thinking like this could have been any, anyone, any one of them. Yeah. And you know, I've got kids and my kids are getting older and we've done call outs to the school that my kid goes to, you know? And so that it just, it, it brings it very, very close to home for us. So we're a little more emotional today than normal. I haven't cried yet. Me either. All right. Just repress that for next week. What does my <laughs> co-star say about this? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Nothing. What? It's just a really aggressive fake laugh. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Emily talked us all into downloading this fucking star app. CoStar. I've never heard of it, and, like, all of my fucking contacts are on it. Mm -hmm. Crazy. It basically makes your birth chart for you. And then it's like, ooh, today's a bad day for you as you are this kind of sun. Your sun sign is not having it today or whatever. You can track your friend's bad mood so you can just stay the fuck away from it. It shows you, like, your compatibility with other people and how you can improve your relationships with them based on their signs and everything. It's really, it's a cute app. I just downloaded it, and we have to see if I have the patience to actually read it every day. I am, what a good segue. I am working to be a lot more mindful in my routines. Yeah. Which I'm hoping, because I have downloaded a number of apps last night <laughs> that I'm like, okay, now I have to hold myself accountable to actually following through with this, like reading this every yeah. single day. Well, and I think what's cool is you paid for some of those apps, so it makes it like a little more mm -hmm. incentive mm -hmm. to do it because otherwise you just wasted fucking $40. Yeah. So, and it, honestly, like it doesn't take that long. No. Nope. I like that that is your New Year's resolution, if you will. Yeah. Just to be more mindful. That's kind of mine, too, just to be more mindful and present in the things that I'm doing. Yeah. Yep. I'm really going to, like, own in on my nutrition as I drink half a bottle of wine, but that's irrelevant today. It's not even half a bottle. Like, it's a big bottle. <laughs> Shut up. God, you don't have to narc on me. But it's fine. You need to be a little bit nicer to me. Not being very mindful of my attitude right now. Anyway. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Ding, ding, ding. ding. <laughs> so I think, I just, I like that that's your goal because that's also mine is to be just more present and mindful in everything that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like I went to the gym tonight with Adri and usually I, like, we did have to go quick because I didn't want to leave you guys at the office by yourselves in case anyone showed up, but um, for a long time, I found myself just like rushing through workouts and it was like, I have to do this. I have to get this done. But it was nice today to just be more mindful and to finally like, I get to do this. Yeah. Feel back. Feel like I'm back in the groove of Loving me. Yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and we talked last week about like what a shit show year last mm -hmm. year was. And so it's, it's interesting because I feel like I finally have like gotten back to the person I used to be 
before all of that stuff happened. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I just kind of feel like myself for the first time in 10 years. Which is kind of a scary feeling. Yeah. Also very empowering though. Mm -hmm. Like at first it was very intimidating. Like, am I being a bitch? And it's like, maybe. But who fucking cares? Mm -hmm. You know, like, so it's been empowering, but also a little bit intimidating to realize that like I had lost myself for 10 years. Yeah. Gross. Anyway, let's talk about you. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I have much to say. I'm just here. I'm here for the ride. We <laughs> the saddest we. I was in a meeting today. Um and <laughs> it was an emotional one. And I was just sitting there. Like a couple people were a little teary eyed and I was just kind of chilling. Um one of the clinicians in the meeting like makes dead eye contact me and goes, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and she goes, you're really dissociative. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you're really dissociative. You should be like, that's my personality. <laughs> no, I seriously wanted to be like, nope, that's literally just me. <laughs> Emily, you're dissociating again. Shocker. <laughs> like, no, I was like, honestly, no, I'm good. <laughs> Truly, I think you're just, nope, it's literally, nope, you're good. Just me. Just me. Yeah. This is my life. Yeah. Yikes. Anyway. Yeah. I um, feel like I'm dissociating as we speak right now. Same. <laughs> I'm like, I want another sip of my wine, but I'm like, mm. Looking at that pine cone. <laughs> that smells like fucking cinnamon. And I've got my eyes deadlocked on it too. Well, let's go to mom corner because it's been a couple weeks since we've been there. And I know there's some stuff in there. Oh my God. There's some... Do you see what I did? What'd you do? <laughs> You're such a douchebag. <laughs> anyway. Um, I think we read that one. Um. Gosh, maybe there's not as much as I thought there was. So really the only one is a poem she sent called Becoming Her. Um, so it just, it's, I don't know who it is. The page is on this Nicola Wallace. It just says, when I started showing up as the woman I wanted to be, the world began responding to me, showing me all the different ways I needed to keep moving and healing and growing and stretching beyond myself, beyond anything I had ever reached before. When I started showing up as the woman I wanted to be, the world led me to a place where I could finally say I am her. Which is kind of a, did you just do what I think you did? Did you actually take a sip or did you take a fucking pretend sip? I swigged it. Okay. Anyway, um, good segue into what we want to talk about today. Or we're going to talk about goals. 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 Not just goals, but... Um, some ways to make your goals reachable, attainable, and ways to be happy with your goals, ways to see results with your goals, not just setting empty goals that we very commonly set for ourselves at the beginning of the new year and slowly fade off by probably March. Yeah. I'm really good at being like, I want to do this. And then I tell myself that's a goal, but really it just is like this fleeting aspiration. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't put any thought or intention into it. Just as like, oh, yeah, I want to be a rock star. And end of sentence. 
you know, like there's just, there's no intention behind it. And I do that a lot. And I've realized mm-hmm. that about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, is there like a weird cold breeze? Do you feel that? No. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Aggressively cold right now. Um, is it my breath? Hang on, watch. Are you cold breath? Do it again. No. <laughs> oh, there it was. <laughs> You're wheezing. It was my teapot. <laughs> it's your wheezing. I was like, oh my god, there's a ghosty in between us. Oh, there still might be. Oh, there probably is something between us. I don't know what it is. Tension. Tension. The good kind. Yikes. <laughs> Should we start us. over? <laughs> Scrap this whole beginning. Oh my god. Okay. So there's um, a theory by Edwin Locke. It's the goal-setting theory of motivation. And I kind of want to start there unless you have other opinions. So. Okay. (laughs) So essentially, Edwin Locke created this theory in the 1960s. And basically what it states is that goal-setting is essentially linked to task performance. Um, So if you create specific and challenging goals, along with receiving the appropriate feedback, you're more likely to achieve those goals and to complete your task performance or whatever. Um. So the important features of goal setting theories, the willingness to work towards attaining your goal. So you have to have some sense of motivation, having specific and clear goals. Um, that way, you know what you're working towards. So if they're like unambiguous, measured and clear, you're more likely to follow through with that versus my, I want to be a rock star or I want to start a garden or like I want to do those dishes that are in my sink. I have zero intention of doing them. You just want to. Yeah, desire and intention are different things. Yeah. Smart pants. <laughs> You're right. I'm so smart. Do you want to expand? No. Oh. <laughs> that was it. Just a simple statement. Okay. Okay. So uh, Locke also says your goal should be realistic and challenging. That way, when you do accomplish them, there's a sense of pride. You know, if your goals are very simple and very, like, I don't want to say meaningless. That's not the right word. What word am I looking for? Like, they're very simple. They're very blank. Whatever that fucking word is, they're that. I almost want to say a word that's like... <laughs> no, I have a phrase in my head. Okay, what is But it? it's not going to make sense because it's like using a word to describe that same exact word. And what's the word? Goal-oriented. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so anyway, just like the very simple goals, you don't feel the same sense of pride. So like if my goal is I'm going to do those dishes, realistically, I know I'm either going to fucking do them tonight or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't feel any pride when I finish the sink full of dishes, mm-hmm. unless I'm coming out of a depressive episode. And then I'm like, I feel really fucking good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like right now, it's something I know I need to do and I'm going to do it eventually. So making a goal about it doesn't bring me any sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't want to read that one. Basically, if you get good feedback, you're more likely to achieve them. Um, there has to be certain qualities that you have, like self-efficacy, commitment. Um, but there are some limitations to this. And a lot of times this is used in like organizational management, but it's slowly starting to like branch over into like individualized goals. So if you lack the skill and competence to perform your goal, or the actions to achieve your goal, you're obviously going to be less likely to achieve that. So make sure that whatever it is, is within your realm of competence and capability. Mm-hmm. And that's Locke's 
theory. Thanks, Locke. Welcome. <laughs> what do you got? <sighs> I have some other shit too, but I don't want to talk the whole time. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Ew, my burps taste like banana peppers. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I just had a silent burp and it tasted like the banana peppers I just ate. So let's talk about the difference between short-term and long-term goals. Okay. What are some, okay, I have some examples of short-term goals. Ready? Go. Okay. Be out of bed by a certain time. Finish a household task. So like Chelsea's dishes. Oh, fuck those dishes. Introduce myself. <laughs> yikes. Introduce myself to someone new at work. Um, Get to a healthy weight. Stick to a, a steady routine. Those are all things that can be completed in... I don't know, under a year, three to six months generally. Mm-hmm. Long-term goals. Some um, examples would be to improve your relationship with a long-lost friend or family member, keeping a job that you like, um, moving, getting out of debt, getting your degree, um, being more involved in the community. Those are all things that are long-term goals that are a little bit more difficult to achieve because then we do look at those things like the thing, like the character traits that you have to obtain or be committed to working on like commitment and self-efficacy and stuff like that yeah this website says something really cool and it i don't know what website it is so sorry um i think it's like better mind or something um but it says put simply a goal is a dream with a deadline Mm. i liked that it Mm -hmm. took me a minute to process like i know like i was just like wait but it's it's like having this dream, but then you give yourself a deadline so that you know, like, I have this long before I need to achieve this. Mm-hmm. Unlike my, I want to be a rock star. Um, I'm also, so I'm on the depressioncenter.org. The what? <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> I am depressioncenter.org. What did you say? Depressioncenter.org. That's not what you said. I'm on depressioncenter.org. I heard Deparkin Center. <laughs> so either you said that. Let's listen back here. I'm having a stroke right now. <laughs> Depressioncenter.org. Um, there's a little section in here that I really like, and it's to help you figure out what goals to set. There are some questions that you have to ask yourself. Okay. What's important to you? What are your hopes and dreams? What would you like to do more of? What does being happy mean to you? Which is a loaded fucking question. And what is an area of life that you would like to improve? Like relationships or Mm -hmm. um, vocational skills. Stuff like that. Yeah. This website, um, and I'm pretty sure it's Better Mind. It basically starts talking about like characteristics of what goals are and what they aren't. So like a goal is your vision for the future. So you really need to have that careful consideration of where do I want to be? Where do I want this goal to take me? Not just right. what do I want to do? Because it's also like, it's the action and the outcome. Mm-hmm. I made that up by myself. You're welcome. Um, the goal is wow. also, yep. Very <laughs> modest of me. Oh, my star chart said I lack that. So <laughs> good job. I got it. Uh, a goal is also time sensitive. Um, so they're, they're mostly time bound. Whether, like Emily said, they're short-term or long-term. If they're not time-bound, they seem to get lost into the abyss. Um, they're large in nature. Um, a goal can be a resolution. 
However, resolutions are often temporary. That way you get that short-term gratification as opposed to the delayed gratification. So the resolution is the more like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. And then the ultimate goal is I'm going to get to my goal weight. So the resolution is that smaller chunk of the bigger goal. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, generally an objective. So for example, I want to become a confident public speaker. And so that's the goal. And there generally needs to be an objective. Like in order to meet that goal, I will work with a coach. Um, yeah, that's it. Something that like, um, cause I mean, you and I, we set goals every single day Yeah, with our, with our clients and our consumers. Um, something that I'm usually really mindful of is breaking them down to be as specific as possible. And we'll talk about smart goals, but like, okay. So say your goal is I want to lose weight. That goal in and of itself can be broken down into so many different things and should be in retrospect. So instead of, I want to lose weight, make your goal. I want to eat healthier. I want to work out more often. Um, yeah, because I think the goal I want to lose weight is very daunting. It's very broad. It's broad. It's daunting. It's big. It seems like it's not achievable. But yeah. when you break that goal down into, I want to eat healthier. I want to exercise more. Because when you say I want to lose weight, that could mean a number of things. You could lose weight unhealthily because at the end of the day, the goal is to be this, right? right? So if you look at breaking down your goal into more attainable and achievable things like eating healthier, exercising more often, you're more than likely to meet that end goal of losing more weight. weight. Yeah. There's a saying out there that's like you can't eat an elephant in one bite. Right. Right. You have to take those smaller bite-sized chunks. And so it's really important to consider your passions and what you actually want. So, I mean, if your goal is to lose weight, why? Mm-hmm. Like, where's your why? And that's something why that I- Why is this important to you? That's something I ask a lot of my clients is to make sure you're determining that underlying why. Because if you just give the, I want to do this, there's no connection to the importance or the value of that specific goal in your life. And I think that goes back to the, I think my why went into my lungs. A hawk word. I think that goes back to the very beginning of when we started talking about goals is, you know, your buddy, I don't remember what his fucking name was. Um, the, I, what, who the fuck are you talking about? The guy. There's lots of guys in this world. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. The motivator. Which fucking one? The only man you've talked about. I don't remember his fucking name. The the guy with the theory. I thought you meant somebody I knew. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Edwin Locke. The motivator. Edwin. So the why, connect that to being your motivator. Why yeah. do you want to do this? In what way will you feel um, accomplished at the end of it? And how can that help you in meeting it? Yeah. The guy. It's very descriptive, Emily. I super appreciate your help there. Your motivator. (laughs) Also very broad. This is why it's important to be specific. Smart goals. Let's talk about smart goals. Have you seen The Simpsons where Homer's like, I am smart. S-M-R-T. S-M-R-T. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. So whenever someone says smart goals, I hear that song in my head. That's completely irrelevant to anything we're talking about, but you're uh-huh. all welcome for my Simpsons reference. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Smart. Don't break it down. 
Oh, are you, you want me to go first? Do you want to break it down together? Do you want yeah, to just let's do break it? it down together? Okay. So the S stands for specific. So we talked about like, which what? by the way, can I say, I get really angry when people say Pacific. <laughs> do you know people that do that? Oh, so many. Okay. So Specifically. <laughs> and I'm like, so the you- ocean. <laughs> or like my husband. Oh man. And he knows that this bothers me. I am. I bet he does it on purpose. I know he does it on purpose now before it wasn't, but now it is. Cause I've corrected him and he still does it. When you say Chelsea's a butthole, granted, she has a lot of things going on right now, right? Yeah. When you say granted. No, he says granite. <laughs> like the marble. Granite. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> and I'm like, granite? <laughs> granted. Granite. Anyway. Sorry. Be Pacific. <laughs> I don't know where we were going there. Anyway, Pacific and then granite and marbles and, and here we the are. ocean. Here we are. It all is full circle. And who, like, what kind of circle are you drawing? Fucking spiral? <laughs> There's no connecting point here. Okay, specific. So... There's like the who, what, when, where, why. The more specific you can be with a goal, the easier it is for you to obtain it. So if you're just saying, again, like if we use the dis- the dishes example. I don't know why I'm stuck on my fucking dishes. Probably because they're in the- my peripheral right now. Oh. And they're- Did you make malto meal? <laughs> no. That looks like malto meal. I don't know what it is. I think it was cinnamon oatmeal. Um, close. Close. It was very close. Basically malto meal. Yeah, kind of. Just not malto. <laughs> This episode's a disaster. Okay. Define them as much as possible because the more specific you are, the more likely you are to meet them. So the dishes. I want to get my dishes done. Okay. Who's going to do those dishes? Well, obviously fucking I am because Avery's not here to help me. When am I going to do them? Before I go to bed. Where am I going to do them? In the bathroom. For whatever. (laughs) I'm just kidding. In the kitchen sink. Why am I going to do them? Because I can't stop talking about them. And they're giving me such bad anxiety because I know they're fucking sitting in there. And if I don't do them, they'll be there in the morning. That's very specific. And it gives me a timeline. Mm-hmm. Measurable is the M in smart. So that means does your goal include how much or how many? Chelsea really covered a whole lot of that. <laughs> I have such bad anxiety about those fucking dishes right now. Goals should allow you to track your progress and measure the outcome. So going back to like the weight loss one, um, when we think about like goals and objectives, like, okay, think about like a flight of stairs, right? Uh The goal is the platform at the top of the stairs. The objectives are each step to get there. Goal to lose weight. Objectives, eat healthy, exercise so often, whatever. Yeah. Um, So by this time I will have, been able to exercise for at least 30 minutes a day every day or whatever. Yep. So generally, like when I do the measurable part with clients, um, I tell them to look at three months, take a three month chunk because you're not going to make vast differences in a month, right? That's the first month. is kind of like your trial period. And then why isn't it going away? What? These. (laughs) Anyway, um, you're giving me anxiety. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, so look at like a three month chunk of time. So what can you accomplish within three months? 
So within three months, I am going to exercise for 30 minutes, three times a week. Boom. Measurable. Mm -hmm. The A stands for achievable. Is it reachable? So we've talked about how the goal should be challenging, but it shouldn't be so challenging that it's unrealistic. So like if you've never exercised a day in your life and you come out of the gate and you're like, I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to exercise for two hours every single day. Mm -hmm. That is super unrealistic. And the chances of you sticking to that regimen are very slim. Mm -hmm. But if you start, like I said, in those smaller bite-sized chunks and you say, okay, I haven't worked out in X amount of years. So in order to achieve this goal of losing weight, I'm going to start by working out for 20 minutes twice a week. Mm -hmm. And that seems much more attainable and you're more likely to have lasting results if you take those smaller steps first, right? Like you can't win the race just by going at a dead sprint Mm -hmm. unless you're a sprinter, but we're not. None of us are sprinters in this example. Right. Are we an R? Yeah. Relevant. Is your goal worthwhile? The goal should be seen as important and beneficial to you. Going back to the guy. The guy. <laughs> the guy. The, oh, moti- the, the motivator guy. <laughs> okay. Back to Sir Locke. <laughs> He's a sir. Now. Sir. It's very official. Is it worth your time? Is it worthwhile? Is it something? Is the end result going to be something that motivates you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Time based. Does your goal answer when? Does it have a time limit? So those deadlines keep you motivated. And it doesn't have to be a deadline to the overall goal. It could be a mm-hmm. deadline to each objective. And those bite-sized chunks again makes it just easier to achieve. Um so I have on here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just hit puberty? <laughs> <laughs> yes, for the seventh time today. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Dude, Aiden's going through puberty. Oh, so cute. Except for it's he's got some man smell to him. And oh my god, what am I gonna do when he has a man voice? I don't Our know. lives are gonna be over. My life already is over. Like the other day, he came out and he's like, "Mom, like I I feel like I smell." And I was like, "Okay, because you do." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, so like we had to have the hygiene talk and about how like." When you get older and you start going through puberty, you start smelling different because mm-hmm. of all the hormones. And he was like, hormones? Like it was an illness. And I'm like, no. And I was like, it just is. I have the hormone. <laughs> like it was so Pray for me. appalled. So like we had to have the hygiene conversation. I'm like, you're fucking nine years old. Why? Why? Stop. Slow down. No puberty until you're at least 27. I don't understand why we're having this conversation. It's very alarming. Wow. And he's almost as tall as me. He wears the same size shoe as me. Like, we could share clothes right now. I'm also very petite, so, like, I get that. But mm-hmm. he's also, like, growing very quickly. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. um, So, goals. Um, I'm sorry, not goals. Wow. <clears throat> Advice to how to meet your goals. Have smart goals, which we just talked about. Write them down. Don't just daydream about them but write them down, make them tangible. So there's a study by Dr. Gail Matthews of Dominican University of California. Um, And what she did was she basically showed the effectiveness of writing down goals. (laughs) Yikes. Stroke. Oh, I said she. Dr. Gail is a male. According to his, sorry, Gail, according to his research, People who write down the goals have a better chance of accomplishing them than those who don't. I really butchered that. Make your goals visible. Um, So 
obviously writing them down. I'm a big fan of making like dream boards or dream journals. Mm-hmm. So put them on your mirror, put a sticky note on your wall, like put a timer on your phone, just something that can kind of keep you motivated so you can see it, break it down, um, use a goal ladder. And I like this idea. So a goal ladder, writing the main goal at the top and then work your way up. So kind of like coloring for every step you make, or you can use like a thermostat or whatever. Oh, good one. Um, Develop a plan on how you're going to get there and feel optimistic. So like the more steps you make and the more rings you color up your ladder keeps you motivated. Take action. Goals are not going to achieve themselves. So if you have a plan, you have to get proactive and put your plan into action. You can't just say, I have this goal. Here's what I'm going to do and then not do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Keep perspective. So sometimes it can become really easy to get super obsessed with your goals. And if you slip up or you mess up or you miss a day or you fall off track, it's really easy to just be like, well, screw it. Already messed up. No point in continuing. But remembering that like one mistake does not results make. And so if you think about it, it's like, I always go to the example of like one salad does not make you lose weight. Just like eating one cupcake does mm-hmm. not make you gain weight. So it, mm-hmm. it like it just because you mess up once doesn't mean the entire thing has been derailed. Um, and if you stay that obsessed with it, it can lead to burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, identify potential obstacles. So being realistic and understanding that there are going to be challenges and times where you fall off track. So if you identify them in the beginning, they're less intimidating. Be accountable. Um, accountability helps you make consistent, steady progress, reflect and adjust. So if in three months or however long that time frame is, you haven't met the goals the way you wanted to, adjust them. They don't, they're not permanent. Like you're never stuck. So those are just like 10 steps to helping you achieve your goals. What do you got over there? Values. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did that strike a nerve? Right? <laughs> what? I, I have value. <laughs> I remember I had one of those. <sighs> <sighs> There was the look. Okay, so what, what is wrong with your fingers? <laughs> Why do I look so devastated? Look at my thumb. <laughs> oh my god! We're putting that on the Instagram. Oh my god! <laughs> We're having issues. Okay, um, it's really important to be aware of what your values are as you set goals because, again, what are your why? <laughs> what is your why? Water your why. Let your why grow. Let your why grow. (laughs) By watering it. (laughs) Okay. We've gone too far. People often confuse goals and values, but they are very, very different. So goals um, are specific and achievable, like we talked about in the SMART goals. And values really represent what's important in life. And um, they tend to be more ongoing. Um, though they're different, they're, they can't distant cousins. (laughs) They're relatives. Like first cousins or second cousins. How distant are we talking here? Mm. Or are they secret lovers? I like that one. It's a little bit more scandalous. Okay. So they're secret lovers. (laughs) (laughs) Goals are successful when they're based on our values. So if you have, if you set goals that really, don't mean a whole lot to you or aren't based on like your sets of values, you're less likely to follow up on them or be more successful with them. Um, so for example, if family relationships are an important value to you, 
some goals you could set could be like spending time um, with your partner on evenings or reading a book to your kids every single night or whatever that may be. But as long as they're related. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yep. Yep. mm -hmm. Glad we're on the same page. (laughs) This is our psychic communication. Wow. That was very aggressive. That was very aggressive. So, I mean, one thing that I think is important for us to acknowledge is like, we talked about goal setting again, again, Jesus, we talked about goal setting last year. So if some of the stuff in this episode sounds familiar, it's because we probably talked about it last year, but I think there's something that new year, new pod, new year, new pod. We can do whatever the frig we want. Why is happening? <laughs> but we needed to get a little bit more tumpy. Okay. One thing I think is important, um, is self-forgiveness and we don't have to go really, really into this, but like forgiving yourself if you didn't meet your goals from last year Oof. or forgiving yourself if something really fucking shitty happened last year and you're like, I don't even see the point in continuing this year. Right. You know, giving yourself permission to say like, I let go of all of the negativity from last year. I let go of any plans that I made or any goals that I said that I didn't achieve. I let it all go and I commit to starting new. And that's something that I've really internalized in these last couple of weeks is like, I have to let go of the entire last year, any mistakes that were made, any shitty comments that I made or um, arguments that I had, just anything that I could carry with me into the new year that would hold me in previous years. Mm-hmm. So giving yourself that permission, if you don't want to give it to you, we're going to give it to you. You have full permission to let go of anything from the last year that does not serve your purpose. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Um, do you have a quote? No, ma'am. Have a quote? Okay. The quote this week is from Sir Socrates. <laughs> I am certain this is a man. <laughs> you are on a roll. With my sirs? Mm-hmm. Hi, yeah. I don't know why. Anyway, Socrates. Um, Socrates says, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. That's not to say that the old can't exist because the only reason the new is happening is because of the old. Mm-hmm. Yep. So embrace what has happened, but don't carry it as a burden. Dash Emily and Chelsea. Exclamation point. Copyright. Don't In- ever talk to us. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? What did we do? Why can't they talk to us? <laughs> Yikes, I guess we'll find out next week. Yikes. What should we record on next week? Send us a message on our Instagram and our other socials at Mental Health Sucks. Sucks is S-U-C-C-S. You read my mind, bitch. I got Make sure you. you water yourself and your why. Goodbye. Goodbye.